0: Hey there, everybody. Another episode of GM's for Hire coming at you. I'm RJ. We've got Jamil here. And we're going to go back in time a little bit here. Uh, The other night on ESPN, there was a marathon of Clemson versus Alabama football games. They played each other four straight years, I believe, in the college football playoff. And it just so happens when I turned the TV on, it was the national championship where Deshaun Watson beat Alabama here in Tampa. Uh, Great game, one of the best college football games that I've seen. And it got me thinking about who are the best college quarterbacks of this past decade. We're looking from 2010 to 2019, the 10-year stretch. Who were the best quarterbacks in all of college football? And we decided to get together and make a list here. Uh, We're each going to have a top five. Definitely have some differences between our lists. Jamil, if you want to go ahead and start and give us your fifth best college
1: football quarterback of the last decade? Um, yeah, obviously, you know, we had a lot of big-time names this past decade, especially at the quarterback position. It was really, really stacked. Um, a couple of guys that I really, really like that I left off my top five. So uh, to start my top five off, I threw in Baker Mayfield. Um, obviously, everybody knows his story. He was a walk-on at Texas Tech, left the team, and then he went on the walk-on at Oklahoma, where he went up to put ridiculous numbers um, with Lincoln Riley at the helm. Um, they, had two, they had a couple of playoff appearances. Baker won himself a Heisman, and uh, he really, really dominated the Big 12. We all know it's a really big throwing league, but him and Lincoln Riley together, they put up insane numbers, and Baker Mayfield went out as one of the most accurate passes of all time.
0: Yeah, he, he balled out under Lincoln Riley. And it looks like you could put anybody with Lincoln Riley, and they're going to ball out. Kyler Murray goes and wins a Heisman, ends up being a number one pick. Jalen Hurts, who we all know his situation at Alabama, Goes to Oklahoma, finishes top three in Heisman voting. Um, I'm actually going to go, might make some people, you know, uh, question it a little bit. I have Joe Burrow as the fifth best quarterback of the last decade. I know people tend to have recency bias, and the last thing you saw is usually the best thing you saw. Uh, But I I don't want to get too caught up in that. And I know what Joe Burrow accomplished this past year leading LSU to an undefeated season, winning a Heisman Trophy, winning a national championship. I believe they had the most victories over AP top-10 ranked teams in the history of college football. Just a stupid year. I mean, video game numbers. I'm not even sure if you could do anything like that on a video game. Just (laughs) crazy numbers. But I just can't help but remember how he was before he got Joe Brady. And, if I mean, if he would have had Joe Brady – for both of his years at LSU, there's no telling what he would have accomplished. This guy's got stupid talent, tons of weapons. Joe Brady had the right system in place for them to succeed. I just wish we could have got Brady and Burrow together for more than one year. And that's why I'm going to put Joe Burrow as fifth on my list. Still, I mean, he just beat Baker. I like the Baker pick there. I would have had Baker probably about sixth or seventh. He was right there. Along with Tua. Um, but yeah, Joe Burrow, I just I wanted to see a little more. Now, the one year he had with Brady, he accomplished everything you can accomplish. But if I could have just got a little more, he probably would have been higher on my list. Um, but on to the next one here. Who do you have as the fourth best?
1: Um, I like a lot of things you said about Joe Brady. Uh, for some of the reasons, you list him there. I list them higher, so I'll be interesting to see how we we defer later. But on uh, number four on my list, I have Jameis Winston. Um Everybody knows that his freshman year, um, Jameis Winston was putting up ridiculous numbers left and right. Uh, He has a freshman. He uh, won a Heisman Trophy and won a national championship. Two very hard things to do, especially at such a young age. But Jameis and that Florida State team, um, they're one of the best teams we've seen in college football. Um, They're obviously not up there with the likes of the Hurricanes of of yesteryear, but they're still very, very dominant. And Jameis Winston was a very key part of that. So that's why I have him at the fourth spot on my list.
0: Dude, those Florida State teams were just stacked. I mean, like, everybody that was on the field, I think, had at least a cup of tea in the NFL.
1: Oh, yeah, they all got a chance to play. That team was loaded.
0: It was insane, dude. I mean, it's, it's right there with, like, the 01 Hurricanes. I mean, it's just dumb. Uh, number four, I kind of got a trend here with one-year wonders. Uh, Cam Newton. I love Cam Newton. You guys can see I've got Carolina Panthers stuff here in the background. I love Cam Newton. That's my guy. But again. I'm kind of going to say the same thing I said about Burrow. If we could have just got more of Cam. The one year he did play at Auburn, he accomplished everything you can accomplish. The Heisman, the national championship, just absolute dominance. And he did it in the SEC, which is by far the hardest conference in college football. Uh, Cam Newton, the guy was just a stud. That was the reason he was a number one pick. We actually have uh, something coming to you guys later about if Cam Newton would have never left the Florida Gators. And that's going to be an interesting episode. Most people don't remember that he was actually at Florida before he went to Blaine College and then eventually Auburn. Uh, But yeah, Cam Newton at four. if If we could have got more than one year, he might be my number one because the guy was just stupid dominant that year. It was unreal. Number three, Jamil.
1: Um, coming at number three, I have your man, one of your favorite players, uh, Deshaun Watson. Um, Deshaun Watson, uh, obviously, a spectacular career over at Clemson. Um, he got them the two championship games, won one, and lost the other. He probably should have got a Heisman Trophy in his time at Clemson. And honestly, the guy is just a gamer. I mean, he's one guy you can trust to go out there. and He's just going to get the job done for your team. Um, the only reason I have him down at three is because he just didn't have the gaudy numbers that my that my top two players have, but something Deshaun Watson has that none of them have was the longevity. Um, We saw Watson dominate for a couple of seasons at Clemson. We saw him play on torn ACLs. We saw him do everything for that Clemson Tigers team to get them to where they are today, passing the torch on the Trevor Lawrence.
0: Yeah, I, I agree with the longevity there with Deshaun Watson, uh, which is actually why my entire top three played at least or started at least two seasons in college. Uh, I I like the the longevity. You know, the the one great year is great, but, like, if you can do it again, after everybody's seen you do it, if you can come back and do it again, I value that. Uh, So my number three is actually going to be one of your boys you already mentioned, Jameis Winston. Uh, Everybody knows how his NFL career has gone, but we're not talking about NFL. College football, this guy was unreal. Comes in as a freshman, like you said. He made his debut against in his freshman year. That was a nationally televised game. I think it was like a Monday night or something because I actually remember watching that game. I think it was Labor Day night. And uh, here's this kid that I had never heard of, Jameis Winston, coming in. He's a baseball player. played baseball and football for Florida State and just absolutely lit it up. And that's all we saw for the rest of the year. The guy took college football by storm, dominated it. There were some highs and lows. He was in the news for some things you don't want to be in the news for. But in between the white lines, Jameis Winston was unreal. I believe he only lost one game in college, right?
1: Uh, yeah, something they lost to uh, Georgia Tech. I'm pretty sure that was, that was Jameis Winston. They lost to Georgia Tech off the block uh, kick.
0: Oh, was Jameis the quarterback for that team? I,
1: I want to say he was.
0: Because I was thinking their only loss happened in the Rose Bowl against Oregon in the playoff, his second year. No,
1: that was the same season, I want to say.
0: Oh, okay. Well, I mean, I could be off. Uh, but, yeah, coming in as a freshman, going undefeated, just absolutely dominating college football the way he did and bringing Florida State back, honestly. Florida State had been good, but they weren't those Bobby Bowden-year Florida State teams. And in comes James. I Smith.
1: lied. That was Everett Goldstein quarterback. I was wrong. You were correct.
0: So it was just the one loss. Yeah, the Oregon. So, I mean, and, and that game got out of hand, but it was a close game in um, yeah, the game
1: was closer than the score dictated. He everybody just remembers Jameis for that the fumble when he was falling backwards.
0: Yeah, and the ref- the
1: pick fumble, whatever you want to call it.
0: Yeah, and the referee falls down, and yeah, that was a that was a whole big thing. But yeah, I mean, here living in Central Florida, this is all we heard in 2013 is how Jameis Winston, Florida State, how dominant they are. It it really got annoying, honestly. Uh, I believe it was my senior year. Of high school and everybody's picking colleges where they want to go and of course everybody wants to go to florida state that's who you see on tv it's the dominant theme and oh my god it, it got annoying but now looking back at it i really respect what james winston did the guy just lit it up uh so who is your second best
1: uh, coming team? in at two i have uh broadway joe joe burrow um he literally put up the most ridiculous numbers we've seen. As you said, he was putting up video game numbers, putting up numbers that are better than you see in video games. Um, the the connection him and Joe Brady have is second to none. Um, just the the what he did to come into that offense and literally turn a 180 with that team to get them to use their receivers in space more, to get Joe Brady more comfortable, to get the ball out of his hands faster. Um, just everything he did for that offense. He turned them around. He turned them into one of the best offenses we've ever seen. Um I really don't understand how he did it either. Because, Like you said, we saw Joe Burrow the season before, and he was average. He easily had the best year-to-year progression we've ever seen from a quarterback, going from getting blindside blocked to UCF, and all of a sudden that maybe jarred something in his brain <laughs> with Joe Brady, and he turned into one of the best seasons we've ever seen to become the number one overall pick. So uh, I have Joe Burrow a second just because of that ridiculous season he had at, LS, at LSU. Seven touchdowns in one game in the playoffs. That's ridiculous, man.
0: Yeah, I mean, we know that Big Twelve teams don't play defense, but oh my God, I thought Oklahoma would have at least had a pulse in that game, and Joe Burrow just lit him up. Uh, yeah, the the one the year to year turnaround that you mentioned, unreal. Uh, you mentioned he was the number one pick in this last year's draft. I think McShea had him graded as like a what fifth round pick the year before if he would have came out. Uh, so yeah, from go from a potential fifth-round pick to end up being the number one overall pick, and you're such a number one that Cincinnati wouldn't even answer the phone if somebody wanted to come get him, uh, that, is, that is quite the turnaround right there. My number two, I'm going to go a little different here. And the guy was obviously great. Everyone knows him. Every, I mean, most people love him. He may not have accomplished as much as some of these other guys, but there has been nobody in my lifetime – well, I can't say my lifetime, but as, as long as I've been watching and following college football, there is nobody that is appointment television like Johnny <laughs> Manziel was. This guy, I don't care if he was playing against East Tennessee. Turn on the film. you got to watch Johnny Manziel because you have no idea what he's going to do. Johnny Manziel is my second-best quarterback of this last decade. And I know I have them ahead of Jameis, Cam, and Burrow, who all won national championships and all won Heisman's. Johnny Manziel got his Heisman, couldn't get him to the Natty, but hey, Johnny Manziel took a program in Texas A&M that was not really hitting on much, as far I mean, as far as I know, I mean, I didn't, I wasn't hearing a lot of you know buzz coming out of College Station.
1: So yeah, that was one of their first 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 years in uh, the SEC. They had just really come over to the SEC from the Big Twelve.
0: Yeah, they go into the SEC, they have Kevin Sumlin, and here comes this dynamic quarterback, Johnny Manziel, who's just, he's cocky, he's arrogant, he's fun to watch. And, oh, by the way, he's amazing. Uh, 2012, the infamous, when they upset Bama in Tuscaloosa, uh, he had his Heisman moment there, just getting out of trouble. The guy was just unreal to watch, and I miss Johnny Manziel, honestly. I wish it would have worked out in the NFL. I wish he was still playing football. I love Johnny Manziel. Uh, Yeah. I don't know what else to say about him. The guy was just amazing. He maybe not have accomplished as much as the other four guys on my list, but... Man, that guy
1: was just... Oh, yeah. There's no doubt he was easily the most exciting player that of the decade to me. Because he, he literally had it all. He had the charisma. He had the money sign. He had the marketability. And he had the play to back it all up. And what's the crazy part is he was doing it in the best conference that we, that we have in the SEC. In the SEC West, going through the gauntlet, playing LSU playing Alabama he played Florida you know he played all the great teams and he still put up all these numbers and he up elevated his, his players he um, he's playing with likes of Mike Evans who is one of the better receivers in the NFL right now so that connection itself was really really good to see and I'm, I'm with you I so wish Johnny Menzel would have worked out in the NFL I wish he would have worked out anywhere quite honestly because he's just such a fun player to watch Um, obviously I left him off my list just because he didn't have the numbers and this and all the accolades that some of these other players have but by far, he's probably my favorite player on this list. And I really, really wish it would have worked out, like you said.
0: Yeah, that guy was just, he was electric, honestly. You know, you hear that term get thrown around of someone's electric or someone's a game breaker or anything like that. None of those really describe Johnny good enough. I mean, that guy was the epitome of being electric. And uh, yeah, it's something that, you know, I wish was still around. Uh, but let's get it. Who is the best college quarterback from the last decade?
1: um My number one, and I'm glad me and you don't have the same number one. So we can kind of debate about this later after we both break down why we have these players. Number one, but number one, number one player is none other than Cam Newton. Um, Obviously, uh, everybody knows he won his championship at Auburn, but just that season was really incredible. You know, we came over from community college. Everybody was like, who's this big quarterback? But uh, Cam Newton helped transcend the game at the quarterback position at the time. Um, before, we saw guys like Tim. We saw Tim Tebow, who we learned under at Florida. You know, he broke all these records at Florida. was a great running quarterback and throwing quarterback. Cam Newton came over here, and he, he broke some of Tim Tebow's records. He had 50 touchdowns and just seven interceptions. Um, At his time at Auburn, he had his marquee win against um, in a come from behind fashion against Alabama. He demolished South Carolina SEC championship and he capped off the the national championship with a drive that led his team to a field goal to beat Oregon. Um, Cam Newton literally did it all in his time at uh, at Auburn. Um, He helped transcend the game. You know, these running quarterbacks, you know, if it was for him, we might not have been able to seen uh, Lamar Jackson and John Menzel. You know, he was the original of those two players and he was so big people can even tackle him. So he was like a running back at quarterback, running for over a 1,000 yards at at his time, which was really unheard of at the time for quarterbacks around this time period. So just Cam Newton to me, he helped transcend the game. That's why he's my number one choice.
0: Yeah, you you mentioned that he was just so much bigger than everybody else. There's another saying, and you, you hear it sometimes, it's a man playing with boys. Cam Newton, just go watch his college highlights. That is a man playing against boys. That oh yeah, unreal, unreal. Um, yeah, I, I really wish we could have got more than one season of Cam because that was that was fun to watch. Uh, I probably already gave it away as to who my number one is. I mean, I'm wearing his shirt. Deshaun Watson, the best quarterback of the last decade. How this guy didn't win a Heisman? I could probably give you another hour on that one. That is that that bugged me. Know him. But here's a guy, as a freshman, he only played eight games, still lit it up, threw 14 touchdowns to only two picks, and I believe he tore his ACL that year, too. Comes back off the ACL, they go undefeated to the national championship, and if Nick Saban hadn't called an onside kick in the fourth quarter, Deshaun was probably going to outscore who was the quarterback, Jake Coker. Deshaun was going to outscore him. But it took a gutsy onside kick by Nick Saban to beat Deshaun Watson the first time, and then when Deshaun got his second crack at it, he comes down here to Tampa and put on a show. You talk about a game-winning drive leading them down the field. Those last, like, three series back and forth of Clemson and Bama where Jalen Hurts scores what we thought or what it was, the go-ahead touchdown for Bama, Deshaun leads them right down. I think he only had, like, two minutes left. Throws the touchdown to Hunter Renfro with two seconds left. Finally gets it. Nick Saban said that is the best player he coached against besides Cam Newton. Uh, Those two were the best. And I'm glad you mentioned that Cam Newton transcended the game and helped usher in a new era of quarterbacks like Lamar, like Baker, like Manziel. Deshaun Watson has said that he looked up to Cam Newton. Uh, So Cam Newton was definitely a role model for Deshaun. And I think Deshaun put up numbers that we could have seen Cam do if he had stayed more than one year. Uh, so for me, it was Deshaun Watson. The longevity to me matters. Um, yeah, that that's that's my guy. He put up almost 500 yards of offense each time he played Bama. That doesn't happen. Bama's oh yeah, not
1: him. not a lot of people can can do what he did to Alabama, and and he got his his chance twice, and and twice he showed that he he could play with Alabama. Um, to, to me, if if I had to take one quarterback off our list, that and you told me I have one drive starting at my five-yard line, I need to go score. Um, it's hard to say that I'm not picking Deshaun Watson. One, we saw him do it. I saw him do it live in Tampa to win a national championship. So I know he has all the capabilities to lead his team down the field to do that. Um, to, he's just the the ultimate gamer to me on this list. You know, if you need something to get done, uh, you know, you, you you give him the ball. I, I'm trusting Ford to get to get me to the promised land. That's
0: right. Yeah, the guy just has it all. He's obviously a great player. He just has the leadership. And like you said, if I need a guy to take me 95 yards in the fourth quarter to win me a football game, I'm going to Deshaun Watson. I know there's other guys that have just as much talent and all that, but Deshaun Watson is just built different. That guy really is just different. And uh, Dabo Sweeney said, you know, when, you, when talking about the NFL draft, if you pass on Deshaun Watson, you're passing on Michael Jordan. And I can kind of see that same mentality. Where he is just a guy, he is the guy. He is—you follow him or you get left behind. Uh, so yeah, Deshaun Watson for me. I love the Cam Newton pick, though. I just wish we would have got more than one year film. That would have been fun to see.
1: Yeah, I feel. I feel you. You. Um. I know you. You love the longevity factor for these college football guys, and I wish we get the. I wish we could get more longevity out of some of these players. But for me personally, I. I can't knock someone for longevity because college football is such a. You know, you, if you hit, you got to go and, and get yours because if you don't, we've seen what can happen. Um, We've seen guys that were supposed to be really high picks that came back to college and they failed like a Matt Barkley, like a Jake Walker. So I, I really can't fault someone for like him doing for going out there and then going pro. And uh, Joe Burrow, obviously, he, he we had him for two years, but he only really hit on his one. I was glad we got to see uh, Baker Mayfield play for more than one season. I was glad we got to see up play for one season. I'm certainly glad we got to see Deshaun Watson play for more than one season.
0: Yeah. No, for sure. I, you can't knock them because if you're if you're eligible to go make millions of dollars, you'd be crazy to say no to it. So yeah, I I don't blame them. I just wanted to see a little more. But yeah, man, that's uh it's something that kind of came to us a couple days ago. We got to thinking about it. Uh, was there anybody that you left off of this list that was tough that you wanted to?
1: Play? Um, my my hardest decision was easily at my five spot. Um, it was between Baker and Johnny. Um the only reason I went with Baker over Johnny honestly were the playoff appearances. I know when Johnny was in school, um you know it was it was a uh, different it was a different time because a couple of years before Baker, but um Baker got his team to the playoffs even though it was through the Big 12. That was the only reason I put but him over Johnny. But like you said how Johnny was such a must see TV. I totally agree with that. I already explained a little bit why why I agreed with you. But to me he was easily the most electric person and another player like him that was really electric that I would have had a little bit farther down on my list it would have been Robert Griffin. The third, um, his Heisman season at Baylor was unbelievable. Um, he started off a season on national team on ESPN and he, he, he made himself known. And then that whole season, he really sparked Baylor. And I'm really upset that we, uh, we got gypped of Robert Griffin in the NFL after, you know, he got hurt with the Redskins and, and they had their dispute over his, uh, his leg. And if she played, he should play or not. Ultimately he ultimately decided to do it and got hurt. So I'm really upset. That's how his career and then in Washington cuz I thought he was going to be such an exciting talent at quarterback in the league.
0: Yeah, I, I thought that guy was a future star. Uh I I really wish that injury wouldn't have happened. That's that's, another that's one of the big what ifs. That's like that's like the NFL's Derrick Rose. Uh that was a
1: Yeah, tough. that's a good comparison.
0: Yeah, he he really did put Baylor on the map. That guy he was unreal. I really wanted to I mean probably not top 5, but I think right there, I mean I had Baker Mayfield But I I had Tua Tagovailoa down there, too. And the guy, we know about him. He comes in at halftime of the national championship, leads him to a win over Georgia. Uh, We thought he was going to win another ring after that, and it didn't work out. But that guy was just so fun to watch, so good, so electric. Alabama, for a while there, we know they have guys on defense. They're sending the whole defense to the NFL. We were just like... If they could ever find an elite quarterback, they're gonna be unbeatable because they're out here winning national championships with AJ McCarron. They're winning, you know, eleven games with uh, what's his name, Blake Sims, winning a national championship with Jake Coker. You ever give them someone like, you know, like a Manziel or like an RG3 or a Deshaun watch out, and they finally got it with Tua. And the guy was just so fun to watch. Unfortunately, he had the injury. Because this past year, if we would have had a healthy Tua and they get Alabama in the playoff, look at those four quarterbacks we would have had. Burrow, Lawrence, Fields, and Tua. Come on, that would have been unreal. Um, and it could have happened. So
1: Tua. Yeah, I love I, I love Tua's game, but for me, uh I obviously I couldn't put him in the top five because he he's the injuries obviously got the best from Alabama, but Honestly, when he was healthy, he was he was one of the best quarterbacks, if not the best quarterback in college football this past season, next to Joe Burrow. Because we've seen Tua, we've we've seen him in the clutch moments, we've seen him against the teams they're supposed to demolish. He just up, he just puts up the numbers. Um, that is someone I really wish we could have seen injury. I wish injuries didn't exist in sports because I've been someone I really love to see. But um, I have a question. I have something that I noticed that me neither me or you have talked about is Lamar Jackson. Um, he won MVP last year in the NFL. We saw him at Louisville carving up defenses. Um, if we would expanded the list to 10, Lamar would have would have been on my list. But I just think it's interesting that me that neither of us had him in our top five and neither of us have talked to him. And so to this point, but um, to me, Lamar was a really, really electric player. But I just personally can't put him over the players I have on this list just because of the accolades and the winning they did. Lamar Jackson was great. And ultimately, he was one win at Clemson Shive, probably making the playoffs.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I love Lamar Jackson. That is, that's one of my favorite college football players of all time. Uh, his final year at Louisville, I bought a ticket and drove to Tallahassee uh, just to see him play. Uh, I actually bought that ticket before the season started. I was thinking, oh, my God, this is going to be awesome. Louisville, Florida State, it's going to be a night game. Like It's going to be the, the ABC 8 o'clock. Kirby and Fowler are going to be calling. This is going to be a huge game. I need to hurry up and get my tickets now before they get too expensive. And then, of course, week one, uh, DeAndre Francois goes down. Florida State has a terrible year and then ends up being a noon kickoff, So I have to leave my house at like 5 o'clock to <laughs> get there. I was not happy, but it was worth it because I got to go see Lamar Jackson play in, in person. Uh, yeah, that's another guy. If we expanded it, yeah, he's he's easily on it.
1: Yeah, I got to see Lamar live, too, one time. It was his first year at Louisville, and this was against Florida State and Tallahassee, but this was before he was the full-time quarterback. Uh, he was out there splitting time with Reggie Bogavon, who he eventually replaced, and Reggie moved the running back. So it's it was crazy to see his progression from when I saw him live all the way to his senior season now in the NFL. And uh, one guy we also haven't mentioned on this list that that, honestly, after this season, if we have a full college football season, and, and if his team is able to get back to the championship and if he can win another one, it's Trevor Lawrence. If Trevor Lawrence can go and win a second title and he would have two in his three years at Clemson, everybody knows he's one of the best throwers of the football we've seen. People are saying he's the best quarterback prospect they've seen since Andrew Luck. If Trevor Lawrence can go and get that second title, um, where is he on your list if we do this again next year, if we expand it from, from um, 2011 to 2021?
0: Yeah, so... Now, if you do that, 2011 to 2021, yeah, he's right up there. He's, I mean, he's knocking on the door for number one. The guy's unreal. Uh, but I, I've talked about this with a couple friends. You know how everybody, for the end of the decade, it's always, you know, the first year, 2010 to the last year, 2019. We're talking about it. And Trevor Lawrence, to us, just kind of came at the wrong time. Because if you think about it, he comes at the very end of this decade, you know, for the previous decade. And now he's going to only have a little bit in this decade. So it's like, I mean, if you look at his entire career, yeah, the guy would probably be my number one. The guy's unreal. He is the best, you know, quarterback prospect that's come out since Andrew Luck. He's probably better than Andrew Luck. Um, but, yeah, if you look at it, just depends when we do the cutoffs. Because if it is going to be 2010 to 2019 and then, say, 2020 to 2029, he's got a little bit in both decades. It's kind of tough. Uh, so he, he kind of gets screwed there, but yeah, if we just kind of move the thing over a little bit, Trevor Lawrence is probably number one guys unreal.
1: Yeah. I'm very interested to see how he comes out this year. Cause if he can get that second ring, um, that puts him in elite company, you know, you win two rings, you put up the stats he's doing literally destroying the ACC. Um, he's going to be able to go down inside the record books. He's going to be one of the best quarterbacks in, in the college football game. And, uh, honestly, I can't wait to see how his career pans out, uh, this football season.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I would, uh, I'd love to see him uh, playing in Charlotte next year. I know that. So, <laughs> hey, don't win too many games for us, Teddy.
1: <laughs> I'm that to would see. be that'd be something if he could uh, stay in the South, stay in the Carolinas. Uh, he won't have to go too far. But I don't, I don't know if the Panthers are going to be bad enough to warrant getting him. Um, I'm just hope we don't, we don't get him in the hands of Bill Belichick because then the league might as well just go hide.
0: God, dude, that'd be the worst thing ever. Oh my God. Yeah,
1: that'd yeah. be such a Patriots move, though. You know, they have the draft picks, they have the capital to trade up if they need to. We don't know how Stidham will be. Uh, that that could be very, very dangerous if we see Trevor Lawrence end up in New England the same way Andrew Luck end up in Indianapolis after Peyton Manning left.
0: Yeah, that would that would suck. Honestly, <laughs> <laughs> that'd be terrible. Like, uh, I I want to see new teams. So, uh, yeah. Do you have any parting thoughts for us? That's our that's our top five.
1: Um, you know, I, I'm um I'm glad we had uh we had some similarities and uh some key differences. Um we, we figured out you you value a lot of longevity and i I really just valued the just the the gaudy numbers you put up in one year, but that's uh that's the beauty of having two people with different opinions. Um we differed on where they ranked, but for the most part we agreed on uh, who was the top five.
0: Yeah, I think we had what four of the same five. Yeah, differ-
1: the only people we missed on uh, I Baker, you a Johnny.
0: Yeah, exactly. And Baker was probably like seventh on my list because Lamar was right there. But, yeah, pretty similar. Uh, But, yeah, hopefully we get a college football season this year. Yeah, I'm praying. See what the next decade will bring us as far as college football quarterbacks goes. I'm sure Trevor Lawrence and Justin Fields uh, will be on that list somewhere. Uh, But, yeah, for GMs for Hire, I'm RJ. That's Jamil. And those are the five best college quarterbacks of the last decade.